0: Let's do this.
1: Three, oh. two, one. one. You actually alive. gave
0: me a warning this time.
1: I did because
0: oh. we I just recorded the pre-show. Yes. Our first pre-show. Pre-show for the Patreon listeners out there. You can even, that's even just $2 a month, <laughs> the lowest tier. Literally
1: $2 a month and you get to listen to an extra eight to 10 minutes worth of pre-show. Yeah. And we talk about, we had a really good pre-show. We talked about some good stuff. Yeah, some stuff I don't think we would have mentioned on the regular podcast. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you guys couldn't tell, we are currently using the new equipment.
0: Hold on, real quick. I had something prepared.
1: Okay, let's and hear I really it. want.
0: To the
1: Couch Cast. Welcome to the Couch Cast. Yeah!
0: Wow! Hey. Very good. That is our new intro. <laughs> our new <laughs> welcome.
1: Welcome to the CouchCast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're currently recording late at night on Tuesday. This was supposed to go up on Tuesday, but since we just got all the equipment in, it's taken a little bit to figure it out.
0: Yeah. We've been messing around with it quite a bit.
1: Quite. Yeah. We've messed around with it for a quite like a bit. Like hours. Yeah. Hours. You know what that is? Rookie mistake on <laughs> our part. On my I, part. How could we forget? How? Gosh dang. I'll be right back, boys. The... Heating unit just kicked on. <laughs> the one thing we finally got down.
0: I know. Uh, literally, like every time before we record, I go, "Hey, is it heating?" Up? Or, or I've already turned it off. And the one time we don't.
1: Oh my god. I'll be right back. I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you to talk about the new mic and stuff, cause, uh, oh, I'm hyped. Wait. We literally. You got a drink? I got a drink. You I got a drink. drink. You grab a drink. We literally have been just sitting in this room with our headphones on and our <laughs> and our mics hot just talking to each other because it sounds so much better through the headphones it's pretty fun um, oh yeah and I will have like pictures and stuff up of our new setup we kind of have a new a new room with the new table um, stuff like that so it looks pretty good and we're excited to share with you on our Instagram hear that? it's on our Instagram it is on our Instagram what, what are you eating? That's the snacks, dude. Is um, it an orange slice? Don't tell me.
1: No, no, no. I, I ate
0: all of those this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. It is a... Yeah, take your time.
1: These mics pick up everything. So if I chew even a little bit, <laughs> it'll sound horrid.
0: I know people are already hating our ASMR. Now just now that we've got high quality mics, it's going to be that much worse. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Anyways. Um, Yeah, so we kind of spent a long time trying to figure out our
1: mics. spent a long time. We spent an upwards of, what, six hours probably? Or
0: more. I mean, you did some stuff on your own too. Yeah. And the room setup. Did you mention the room? I mentioned a little bit of the room. uh, Mm. Just that we kind of have a new room. We're looking to upgrade everything.
1: Yeah, we're upgrading. Like, there's a spare bedroom in my apartment, which I think I've mentioned before. Yeah. And, dude, it's I gutted it out. I took everything out, um, except the stop sign. that was not. I didn't. I didn't illegally steal a stop sign. This one was not on like a corner road. No, it wasn't. I swear.
0: Hypothetically. I, hypothetically, I,
1: <laughs> almost. Hypothetically, someone took that stop sign and it's in my apartment somehow. Branch knows about that. Once we get him back here. Yeah, he knows all about that stuff. Yeah, but son. that's
0: that's literally the only thing in here, and just
1: our podcast stuff now. Yeah, we got a table. Literally, I took my kitchen table out of my kitchen.
0: It works this. perfect,
1: though. Oh, it does. I and <laughs> I mean it. It's like a circle, so we don't have to turn our heads to the side, and we're not talking off to the side. We're talking directly <laughs> at the mic.
0: Yeah, we're try- still trying to get used to like, like if our audio's not perfect. Like if I'm back here talking like this for. An entire ten minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's hard we're, to get used to. We're
1: I, I'm pretty good with staying still. I used to stay still during the other episodes pretty well, but now we're now we're rocking. These things pick up everything. I know. We had these. Don't b- fart. I'm not gonna, dude. It's <laughs> gonna be a struggle, though. It's gonna be a struggle. We had Qdoba today. We did. Um, I had some. You had some pre-workout. Oh, the pre-workout was insane. I was texting. I was texting Jeremiah on my way back to my house, and I was like, "This is not good." <laughs> I'm going to be up till 3am. Yeah. Not going to say what else I said, but about it, but
0: <laughs> basically he's having a hard time with his bowels right now. Yeah.
1: Not good. Bef-
0: even before the pre-show,
1: <coughs> if you didn't listen to the pre-show, it's on our Patreon subscribe for $2 a month to hear the pre-show. That's simple.
0: It's pretty legit. Honestly, like it is. before we even got into like this part, the real show, we talked about, yeah, like you were saying in the pre-show, we talked about some really good stuff that, you wouldn't get to hear if you were not a patreon subscriber no
1: and like i really think the stuff we <coughs> talked about today in the pre-show could have been useful for honestly anybody to hear that they don't know what they want to do with their life yet
0: yeah because we're talking about I, I really don't and so he was just giving giving me a little bit of advice giving some people out some of our listeners a little bit of advice
1: yeah and i really kind of went through my thought process of what i wanted to go into and why i chose that so yeah, subscribe to the Patreon. $2 a month. It's literally a bag of candy. So cut cut the sugar out for a day and get an extra 10 minutes of really useful insight. Mm-hmm. Stuff you wouldn't hear on the normal podcast. And yeah. if you listen normally, shoot. But I'm not trying to get your money or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not starting to sound like a car salesman. I I could be. Anyways, you would actually be a good car salesman. I feel like I would be. I feel like I'd be just a good salesman in general. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually doing a group project for my... Business communications class right now, and we're focusing on communication skills, mm. external communication skills than a business. Okay. And I was like, salesman.
0: Pfft. You're like,
1: no big deal. No biggie. No biggie.
0: Not even worried about it.
1: Nah. And I was talking to, um, my family knows business pretty well. You know, they have some background in business, and I was talking to my grandfather actually about, you know, salesman. And he was like, listen, it's simple. You know, salesman got to be able to make a make relationships with the customers or it's not going to work. You know, you're not going to make any sales.
0: Yeah, I, honestly, and you can take that into anything in your life. Relationships are kind of the foundation of everything I know. Obviously, everyone's heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, 100%. But I think I think that's that's way more important than people even realize because you could have, I know we were talking about some people don't get a job just because they have no experience, but they have a lot more like, they, they have more desire to do well in their job than maybe someone with experience does. And the difference there is relationship. If you can have a relationship, you have an end to anything.
1: 100%. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: So, a little preface to you guys.
1: This is our first ever recording oh, yeah. with the equipment. So, if we're off a little bit, excuse us. We're having to do this ourselves. Branch is not here at the moment to work the audio equipment. So, if we sound a little off excuse us. Yeah, this these mics pick up
0: everything. I know. They pick up everything. Yeah, our ASMR segments are going to be crispy now and you guys are going to hate it and we're going to love torturing you. We're going to just going we're just going to love it. <laughs> the best thing is is that we can whisper like this and it sounds amazing. We should do an entire podcast with whispering. With whispering.
1: Then you can listen to the podcast while you're hiding from an intruder Ooh. or if it's quiet
0: time in elementary school.
1: Yeah, because of all the
0: elementary kids that are listening to you this. Know, shout
1: out to all the elementary kids listening <laughs> to the podcast. We are
0: a kids-friendly podcast.
1: We honestly, <laughs> we are. Besides, I joke
0: about that, but yeah, we kind of are.
1: We kind of are. Besides Jeremiah, hypothetically talking about climbing cranes. Yeah, hypothetically. Uh, I, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Besides that, I mean. Um, oh yeah. I'm thirsty, of so get to it. I kind of want to get to the drinks. I will say before we open them in the mics, they are super loud. Remember. I don't know what mine's gonna sound like. You can get that close. Mine, I'm gonna open a good distance. Yeah, yeah. Because br- I, I actually mine kind of has a little bit of a little bit of a um, a pun to it. So I'll let you go first.
0: Yeah, I'll go first. So um, one of my roommates lives in used to live in Wisconsin. He brought back this root beer that him and his whole family love, and it is only made in Wisconsin. It's called. Sprecher root beer and this is like a craft root beer this is the good stuff it's not we talked about sarsaparilla one time it's not that but it's like the next best thing
1: it's like yeah so it's kind of like the um how do i say it how do you say it and um like real sugar it's like the this is like the real stuff yeah yeah it's like stop buying stop buying walmart brand coca-cola buy the real coca-cola this is that real coca-cola
0: Mm-hmm. I'll even read the label for you. Really,
1: really bad example there, but
0: <laughs> this truly old-fashioned soda has a rich, creamy flavor that only comes from using pure Wisconsin honey, direct from the combs. Our extracts are prepared at the brewery in a handmade.
1: Wait, can I? Can I? Can I jump in here? Yeah, go for it. Pure Wisconsin honey. <laughs> I love it. I had I to love do it. it. We, can, we can adjust the bass in our voice, kind of.
0: It's fun. We've been messing around with it all day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. About.
1: Okay, anyway, sorry.
0: Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to get right to it and open this baby. Let's hear it. it. Oh, it's in a bottle, and so I just twisted the cap off. So that's why it sounds oh a little man. different. These pick up the fizz really well, too. It's a little bit oh, of fizzy. That was beautiful. All right, here we go.
1: oh my gosh <laughs> could you hear that well these ASMRs are next level <laughs> dude, I gotta open mine up below the table why am I whispering
0: cause you can dude they pick up everything cause I can why am I whispering oh, because I can that right. like I'll just say most craft sodas don't taste that much different but this is amazing mind if I grab a yeah have a, a, a sip root, have a sip grab, me what you grab think. a little rip of the root beer
1: that's just a good looking bottle too
0: yeah it looks nice
1: that food. Wow I feel like I just I really know what the world looks like now after drinking that
0: it's like uh, <laughs> Logan Paul putting on the colorblind glasses for the first just, time just puts them on <laughs> starts crying
1: <laughs> so we we recorded a whole like stupid little pre-show where we were just making noises like
0: it was, so it's not the real free show, but we oh were just like messing so around. Oh, it's
1: so bad. It was so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was doubled over. Oh, my God. Okay, anyways. So I packed. So we have one flavor of the Mountain Dew series left in my fridge. Live Wire, um, Liberty Brew, and...
0: Uh, you had the original? Voltage. Oh, Voltage.
1: That Those, like, specialty flavors. So we're down to one of each. Today, I grabbed the the live wire. Why? Because we're live and we have new audio equipment. Live wire. Ooh. Bam, you like that? Ready for this? Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm gonna open it down here because it's gonna be really loud. He just burped. Good job.
0: Ooh, that's loud.
1: Sip. See, now I can't cough on this mic because I would probably have to jump off a bridge if I did. Okay, for the sip.
0: How'd that sound? That sounded great, especially the little. Uh,
1: Very nice. Uh, Very tasty. Didn't have it in a Yeti. I don't know why I didn't throw a Yeti on it.
0: What are you thinking, dude?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. (laughs) We, <laughs> Jeremiah and I are so bougie that we even have some LED strips below the table running.
0: Yeah, but they're literally just sitting on the ground. <laughs> literally laying on the ground. Just a little, just
1: a little bit of, a little bit of this and that, you know. A little spice in and up.
0: Just a little spice. Speaking of spice. Spice girls. <laughs> Not where I was going with it, but oh. <laughs> that, that, hey, someday we'll use that. Yes. Okay. Um, No, I got some pizza. Ooh. This really doesn't relate to spice, but pepperonis are kind of spicy i got a pepperoni pizza i just got the entire pizza because i was really hungry that day and uh i walked in i said hey man i just seen a large pepperoni pizza he said how would you like a free crazy bread and i said dude you just made my whole night that's that's the best yeah we just we just ate we just
1: cooked through those we cooked through them. Actually, that's what I was munching on when I came in. Crazy bread. Oh. I took half a bite. It's getting a little, getting a little bit stiff. A little hard on my jaw. Oh really? When I was chewing it. I got jaw problems, dude. Do you actually? Yeah, I get to, and I get to chewing like. So when I went to the doctor for it, because I actually I couldn't open my mouth further than about an inch. Wow. It was almost like lock jaw. But except like the opposite, you know, because it isn't lock jaw when you can't close your mouth.
0: Yeah, I like think it got so. got to a point
1: where it felt like there was just something in my cheek, just not letting my jaw open. So I could like...
0: So y- your jaw was closed and you ugh. couldn't open it.
1: Yeah. Okay. And so that was a problem Then I went to the dentist actually and they kept telling me, you know, you just need to watch your diet, start eating softer foods. Well, that's crap. I don't want to stop chewing gum. I don't yeah. want to...
0: Or like not eat chips or something like that.
1: Yeah, like not a tough food. Like that's baloney. I'm going to eat all that stuff come on now. But anyways, I get to chewing on something a little bit tough and my jaw starts acting up.
0: That's understandable. I've noticed for me, like the left side of my jaw, every once in a while, when I close it, it hurts. Like it kind of makes
1: like clicks and it hurts a little clicking action. I've got, I've got clicking in my cheek. You got clicking. Uh, Yeah. My jaw. So little, little funny story here. Um, a little bit of an inside story actually It just happened a little bit ago. Um, So I live in a part of, I live in a part of Lincoln, right by campus, and I always pass by, so on O Street, there's this little like brick building, and I always thought it was like a, I don't know, I thought it was like a, some kind of just random building. Turns out it's a, it's an off-campus fraternity house. It's oh, the one like right when you turn in? So, on, but so now the other side of 23rd by O Street. Oh, okay. I don't and know what it, you're talking about. It has like the little, the fence out there, the basketball hoop in the back. Yes. Yep. That's a fraternity house.
0: I did not realize
1: that. Right? And I, I only noticed because <clears throat> I saw some kids playing basketball out back, like some college kids, and I was like, hmm, what? And I realized... And I looked it up, and apparently it's Kappa Sigma, the same fraternity that Colton Kowalik rushed.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know he did.
1: Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. He's inactive now. Cool. So,
0: little funny, little funny story. You should have joined in.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. Balled up on him. Balled up. Oh, I should have.
0: I know. I've beat you in basketball every time we played. <laughs> in your dream, <laughs> In your dreams. In your dreams. I'm pretty sure
1: that's a fact. You know who I have demolished in basketball more times than they've beat me. Say it. Trepper Huggins. Yeah, he's going to hate it when he hears that. He's going to hate it. He's going to be pissed. But But it's true. Hey, guess what? I've been balling in this state for a long time. Trepper, guess who left?
0: Oh. Calling calling you out. You know what? In the words of Ben Shapiro, facts don't care about your feelings. And the facts are he's beat you at basketball more than you've beaten him. Let's go, Trepper, because I know you're listening to this right now.
1: (laughs) I know you're listening.
0: (laughs) We're bringing in our our feuds into the podcast now. (laughs) And before you ask me. No, I'm not playing you in basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, that, now that you've got a positive record, that's when you back off and you say, all right. It's like on the yeah. office when they play basketball and Michael goes, are we winning? And she says, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, you guys are winning by like one point. He goes, oh, all right, we're calling off the game. Like we're all too tired for it. And then they win. Yeah. That's what I always do. I'm retiring. Yeah, exactly. You retire when you're ahead.
1: I'm retiring. little drink here. For the boys and the girls.
0: You know what we should mention? Hmm. On Friday, we should have another episode coming out. Oh, that's true. And Friday, we have a special
1: guest. We'll have a special guest. You guys will know who that is next episode. So make sure to tune in because the first episode with the equipment right now. Yeah. Next episode, we'll have our first guest. We're so leveling up, baby. We're leveling up. This is episode 10.
0: Oh, Dude. I can count every episode on both of my hands. This is the last time I can say that. That is the last time. I'm, 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 I'm amazed that we... Like, it seems like a small milestone, but at the same time, 10 episodes? That t- that's a lot of time. That's over 10 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, that, yeah, we've put in a lot of
1: hours. A lot of hours.
0: Do you know what the 1,000-hour rule is? Have you ever heard of that? hmm So, the... No, it's the 10,000-hour rule. If you do anything for ten thousand hours, that's when you can consider yourself an expert at it. Really. And so a lot of a lot of musicians, specifically, is where I've heard it the most. Will try to practice for ten thousand hours, and once you do that, like obviously you're going to know everything there is to know, almost. So we should try podcasting for ten thousand hours. We'll be pros. Ten thousand
1: hours. That is just That'd be just under or just over. No, it'd be just, that's just, uh, because our podcasts are what, an hour, 10 minutes normally? An hour. So around 1,000 podcasts, 10,000 podcasts.
0: That's crazy. Hey, I mean, well, I guess Joe Rogan's not really that close, but. Was
1: he at like 5,000?
0: We looked this up. It was like
1: 1,500. Oh. Wasn't it? I don't know. I know Ben Shapiro has like, I think he's at 1,134 thirty-five.
0: Yeah, Joe Rogan's at 1547. No, fi- that's nope, a lot of mind. episodes. 1561. But some of his, you got to remember, are like
1: five hours. Yeah, yeah. What are they normally, like two and a half, three hours? They're usually two and a half or three. So, yeah. So he needs, you know, 3,000 episodes, 3,500 episodes, 3,300 episodes. Yep. My bad. Math. 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 Yeah, he should do 10,000 hours of math, dude. 10,000 hours of math? Hell no, <laughs> we don't curse. But hell no, that's the one. That's your one. That's reason. my. That's my one reason to say the H word. The ape. H-E double hockey sticks. H e. Do you remember saying? I remember back in the day, elementary school, a kid would curse, and you'd be like, "Dude, no, that is bad. You I, can't do that."
0: I would always say, "What the H e double hockey sticks? What
1: the H <laughs> e double hockey sticks?" I remember. I remember back in elementary school, a kid said, the S word. Oh, <gasps> S-H-I-T, he said that word. Oh, my goodness. Right? He said S-H-I-T, and I was like, dude, that's not cool. <laughs> I remember back in the day, cuss words were like the no-go. Now, yeah. you go on a playground nowadays elementary schools, they're firing <laughs> off F-bombs like a Are freaking machine gun.
0: Dude, that's crazy. Oh, dude.
1: My, my youngest brother, my youngest brother, that kid has cursed more.
0: How old is he? What grade is he in? Which one's easier for you to remember. He's in seventh grade. Okay.
1: And I don't know, he's what, 12? I don't know. That kid has cursed more the past three years than I have in my whole life. I mean, like, I'll curse sometimes, but not very much. That yeah. kid That kid fires off. That kid fires Dude, you off. You just don't care. Dude, well, and I don't know. This is just me, but I'm the oldest in my family. And my younger brothers got it so much easier than I did. I never, I never talked, I don't, don't talk back you don't curse very much. I mean, now, I mean, I'm, I'm an adult, so I'll go home and I'll, you know, talk crap with my dad, but like
0: they fire off F-bombs. Being, especially being the youngest is a hundred percent the easiest because- A hundred percent. When your parents have their first kid, which for both of us was us. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're both the firstborn, and they don't know what they're doing. So they feel like they have to be all over you all the time. Like, like they don't want to let you out of their sight. Yeah. And so you probably get more supervision, which also means more rules and stuff like that. Yeah. And whereas, like, my little brother, he's the fourth one, and they don't really care. They've been through it so many times, they kind of know what they're doing now. My parents do. Yeah. Like, the oldest kids are
1: easily the most disciplined. Oh, for sure. Easily.
0: Yeah. Like, 100%. And I know my little sister's listening to this, so suck it. Suck it. Oh,
1: there's a saying I want to say really right bad. <laughs> you, know you know what I was going to say? I don't know. Suck it, B-word
0: nuts. I don't know what that's You've from. never heard that? No.
1: Ben says that all the time. Does he really? Yeah. Ben says some funny things. Ben does say some funny things. So does Alec. Alec says some funny that things, kid too. Says some. That kid says some things. I'm just like, how? I know. Well,
0: you should hear him play Call of Duty, dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to... So, does he listen to this? I don't know. I don't know. But even if he does, it's so funny because in the dorm rooms, obviously you have no privacy. And I would just try to, so I would go to bed early because I woke up early to go lift. Yeah. And I'd be in bed and he'd have his headphones on and everything, but every once in a while, he'd try to be quiet, but every once in a while I'd hear... Just a long string of cuss words come out of him in the funniest ways. Just some of
1: the worst things you've ever heard come out of someone's mouth on Call of Duty.
0: Well, like, he puts them together in such a beautiful, poetic way that you can't help but just laugh at it. You can't help but you
1: can't be mad at it. That's that's really funny. I remember, you know, kids think that nowadays people get bullied. But you know what? You know what people need? You know, bring back a... (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) The modern warfare days, like MW, the OG modern Mw2 warfare? lobbies, that was bullying.
0: I was never allowed to play that, dude. So. I I've
1: been called some things in Mw2 lobbies <laughs> that you would you'd get life in jail for. Wow, dude. Maybe not. I'm I'm being overdramatic, but
0: okay. Well, did you hear that PlayStation act is actually allowing their users to record? things that are said in the playstation party yeah which is insane yeah so if you're if you're bullying somebody or you're doing your classic little like yelling at somebody for being an idiot on line get off me kid they can record it send it to playstation and a playstation person will review it and decide whether or not you should get banned from voice chat That's
1: insane dude that like that's gotta be violating
0: privacy rights doesn't it i'm sure i clicked on i agree to something that That's true, though. Because who reads the Terms of (laughs) Service? No, I scroll all the way past it. No.
1: Yeah, which, see, now, I was a little bit heartbroken because PlayStation or Xbox doesn't matter, but I've always been a big PlayStation guy, and my brothers were talking about getting the Xbox One X.
0: No way. It's like
1: you traitors. I I raised you guys to be PlayStation boys, and now you want to get an Xbox? What are you doing?
0: Yeah, nothing.
1: You know, shout out, to, shout out to all the Xbox players out there. But your console
0: sucks. The console sucks. I think what's what people did you know <laughs> <hear that>? well, <laughs> Um, what people like about the Xbox this year is the games selection. For sure, we've already gone through twenty-five minutes. What the heck? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, well, I was gonna say. So earlier we were talking about kids saying the bad word. Oh yeah. I grew up in a very I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before in a Christian family. And so my elementary school from grades preschool to I don't know what preschool is, but kindergarten to fourth grade was at a private Christian school in Kansas City. Really? You didn't yeah. move, you didn't move to fifth grade was my first year in Kearney. Really?
1: So the yep. year before middle school? Yeah. So when you move to Carney. Huh. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely not very rare because I know a lot of people, you know, like everything kind of starts from middle school.
0: That's true, yeah. Yeah, everything before middle school is kind of just base layer. I don't know. It's it's not that hard to make friends after elementary school. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say about that is I because I went there, I didn't know... Like any bad words, you know, I I didn't didn't know what they meant. And so I'm pretty sure it was third grade before I figured out what the first bad word was. And it was the S word. The S word, huh? And the way I found out was I was looking through this book that we were supposed to read or something like that. And on the front page, some little S head wrote the S word just on the front page of the book and on the front page of the book yeah like, like you flip the cover and it was right there oh yeah and but me being this like innocent little Christian boy I was like what what is this word I was like S hit what what is that and so I showed like one of my friends or something and they knew better than me they were like like oh oh no and obviously you're in third grade so you're like not trying to get in trouble or anything yeah I was like he's like don't say it I was like don't say what and I sounded it out so I'm pretty sure I said it and the teacher hears me and she was like, what did you just say? I'm like, oh, just <laughs> I was just reading, someone wrote something in this book. I was like so innocent. I didn't know what I was talking about. And she comes over and she like took the book from me. She was all mad. She thought, I, I almost got in trouble that day for saying something I had no clue what it meant. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what? It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. This is such a like it feels so different recording right now. Yeah, I feel Doesn't like I'm breathing
0: it? into the mic too much. It just feels it hits different. It hits different. It'd be this be hidden different. I, you I should, like the sound of my own voice.
1: Yeah, it, it helps a ton to be able to hear yourself. Mm-hmm. And I just reached over here and turned off my headset for a second because I've been listening I've been so used to hearing Jeremiah. Dude, like, you
0: weren't listening to me?
1: No, no, like I could still kinda hear you. Oh, okay. but like being able to hear you directly in my ear is like whack.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, it's weird. See look, ready? Do you like hearing me in your ear like this?
0: <sighs> yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this it's is fun great. to mess around with it. It is really
1: fun. <laughs> we uh you should I can't wait for you guys to see the room on our Instagram. Um, because we have just sound dampening everywhere. It's yeah, really you went cool.
0: out and bought some like sound dampening blankets the other day.
1: Yeah, I did. It, dude, it feels really cool in here.
0: I like it. I'm just getting hot is the only thing.
1: Yeah, I am getting hot too. And I turned off the heater thinking it would stay cool in here. You'd think it would. The only problem is these mics pick up so much. If there's anything that goes by outside or draft the oh, wind, it'll pick it up. That's
0: true. So,
1: Um. but anyways, so this weekend This weekend. is open season for deer. Oh, is it? Rifle season. That yep. comes fast, dude. It does. I've been waiting. So, I remember like two weeks ago thinking deer season was a long ways away. And it's here this weekend. And we were, I
0: think we were talking about it.
1: Yeah, a couple weeks ago. And it's here all of a sudden. It doesn't seem like it should be yet, but but it's here.
0: I, you want to take me?
1: I'll take you deer hunting.
0: I think I've, we've talked about this before. I've gone once, but I would love to do it again. Yeah. You know, actually, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and we talk a lot about his stuff, I realize. Hey, dude, it's just so good. It's interesting stuff. So... I guess Native Americans, they did, they like went up to some tribe and these were hunter gatherers and they asked them like, like, what is your favorite food? And obviously these people, their favorite food is going to be the most nutritious thing because they're just trying to survive. Right. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll eat, they'll like kill an animal. They'll eat the fresh liver. I guess the liver Ooh. has, like, the most nutrients, and, like, they'll just eat it raw. Yeah. And that's also something that wolves do. Wolves, when they get a kill, they 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 hunt in packs. Wolves, when they get a kill, the leader of the pack
1: Eats gets the, the first pick of what they eat, and they always eat the liver. Why does that sound familiar? Why do I feel like I've heard that before?
0: I don't know. But I might – I kind of want to try liver now
1: because it's supposed to be super good for you. Apparently, people – yeah, it's it's tough having a burp and stuff now. I know. You gotta you gotta <laughs> you turn your head. not
0: eat orange slices anymore. Oh, dude, it's gonna sound so bad.
1: <laughs> but but uh, anyways, I've heard some people eat the hearts. They'll take the heart out and they'll cook up the heart. Which that's gotta be so tough though. You like, know it's, what's
0: funny? It's gotta be like like rubber. So the last year when I shot my first deer, when did you shoot your? Was it last year? Or it was two years ago. Two years ago, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I hadn't gone. Oh, I mean, dude. I'd gone, like, pheasant hunting, and I've, I've shot guns my whole life, but I haven't actually shot a deer until two years ago. Hey, I'm telling you right now,
1: next week, if you are free on a day, if you can get a day off. Dude, I can get any day off I want. Pick a day to come down, I'll take you deer hunting.
0: All right, that sounds good to me as long because as and do you maybe if you're a $50 Patreon subscriber <laughs> you could get drawn in a bucket to come deer hunting to come deer hunting with us that'd be fun that'd be hilarious um oh yeah but what I was gonna say is after I shot that I shot two of them and uh I, whoa <laughs> whoa weird I was just telling you about this my voice cracks they kinda happen a lot cause I'm just hitting puberty you know
1: and yeah, obviously you're just hitting. Obviously I'm
0: just yeah. hitting. Um, but, yeah, they're going to pick it up a lot more. But, anyway, back to my story. Yeah. I shot these things. It was my dad and one of his friends that goes hunting all the time. It was his land that we uh, hunted on, or he kno- knew a guy or something like that. Yeah. And after we did that, my dad's friend started, uh, what do you call it, dressing the deer?
1: Yeah, dressing out.
0: Dressing out. Um And he said it. Hey, like, it's customary that on your first hunt, you get to take a bite of the heart.
1: That guy's capping his ass off.
0: Oh, he was capping. But I was like, y- you know me. I was new. I'd never done this before. Did you actually take um, a bite? I have pictures. I He gave me the heart. It was still warm. Oh, I you took put a bite in my of mouth. It. I took a bite of it. <laughs> no. Working. I didn't eat it.
1: I just took a bit of it, bite of it and spit it out. I almost had the F word on on a <laughs> hot mic, dude. That's so gross.
0: Yeah. Um you know so f- to answer your question, yes, it is very tough. It it tasted like I was it didn't really taste like much, but the texture of it was almost like I was chewing on a radish or something like that. Oh, it's
1: it's really funny you say that because I have a picture of me
0: whoa when was that?
1: The last deer I shot, I actually I had the I have a picture of the heart in my hand, and I was faking eating a eating it.
0: Really? See, mine, I I was holding it too, but there's an actual bite in in the heart. It's funny. That's
1: six sec- September, October, November? It'd be in November. Let's see if I can see it. Nope last year. I'm going to tell this story right now. My yeah, dad's my dad's probably listening to this and he's going to laugh at me because he knows how much this story hurts. So this was last year's muzzleloader season. So basically how deer season works, there's like a bow season comes first and bow season spans quite a while. And then it goes into firearm so like rifle which lasts that's lasts about the, uh, during the rut during the rut during yeah. the rut which is 9 days well uh, two weekends and a week five yeah so 9 days the last 9 days a weekend a full week and then another weekend but so many people deer hunt with rifles that they can only make it so big cuz they, they can only sell a certain amount of of deer tags oh okay for you know they can't kill too many <laughs> yeah right. but they have to kill some of them there's because, like a middle ground yeah you have to kill some of them because that's what people don't understand either it's not animal cruelty. This is the most, this is the best way for that animal to die, I will guarantee you. Because otherwise it's going to, uh, what happens if a pack of coyotes take it down? Would you rather that deer be torn apart over the course of 30 minutes by some dogs, or would you rather shoot it and die within a couple seconds?
0: And it's not like it just dies and sits there like the the meat gets used, you know?
1: Yep. And they're not feeding coyotes. And the lot of thing about coyotes is, I think we even talked about this, is they're an endangerment to our cattle they're endangerment to to (coughs) pets you know
0: yeah yeah there's there's a lot of good reasons for for hunting
1: but the biggest thing people don't think about is that if you have an overpopulation of deer your roads at night during the winter are Mm. terrible that makes sense. you will hit a deer if there's a huge overpopulation problem and that's the thing is um there's a guy told my father guy told my dad last weekend that it was the rut and the rut is like prime mating time for deer he was like oh it's a it's a rut time right now dude was capping his ass off because there were no when it's rut you will see deer on the side of the road just really? because they're running they're horny like the deer are just really horny yeah. they're running around trying to ca- trying to catch doe they're trying to sniff tails what they're trying to do and at nighttime especially they're still active you'll see them mm-hmm. on the side of the road dude was capping because there were no deer anywhere
0: well that's almost like uh like the way that deer deer need to be kind of exterminated because like there's a reason we do that. Yeah. That's something I I forgot to mention on our bucket list thing. I want to shoot hogs out of a helicopter. Oh, you no, know what? Did you mention that? Maybe I I don't know. Have we talked about it before? For some reason I feel like we talked about hogs
1: in helicopters.
0: I don't know, but that's something I really want to do. That would be awesome. Um but the reason there's like like farmers will pay you to do that, yeah, because it those oh, feral hogs will destroy their crops and they could lose tons and tons of money and you if you, I mean if you got a gun, you got a helicopter, you might as well take them out you know
1: yeah hundred percent. It's funny you say that because another big problem with um, raccoons and uh, when I was trying to think of possums they tear up yards too and oh, yeah. those those feral pigs just a bigger version of it but they do just way the more damage same yep
0: well they got more meat on them too so I, i've heard it's not bad I've if you get the right the ones young ones yeah the young
1: ones yep the, i've heard the old ones their meat's just disgusting
0: yeah but I, i've
1: heard the same i follow a guy on instagram his name is A. Amentine. i forgot i forget how you uh pronounce it shout out to this guy he's really cool he's sponsored by grind hard ammo grind hard ammunition they make some really cool ar rounds and i've been following them and he people pay him to go exterminate hogs. He has thermal gear, all that stuff, That's all awesome. that stuff. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, but people pay him to go hunt hogs. See, he has he's just some doing something guns. he loves and getting paid for oh, it. 100 percent, really cool stuff. What's that? Oh, there's a car out there? Yeah, it sounded like the AC coming <laughs> on. I was like, "What, dude? It's literally off." No, but anyways, yeah. yeah um, my dad went hog hunting a few years ago, actually down in Texas. Really. Um, in the pre-show, I was talking about Bill.
0: Remember, yeah. did you hear me talking about yeah, Bill?
1: Yeah. He is from Texas, and his family does a lot of hog hunting down there. My dad went down there with his family and did some hog hunting, so I'm sure I could hit up Bill sometime, maybe go down there and shoot some hogs. Dude, let me know. Uh, sounds like so much fun to me. I'd love to. Apparently, they went down there, and my dad was explaining it. Yeah, we need to get him on here to explain this sometime. But they went down there, they had one of those big shops that have rooms in it, those big barns that have rooms in it. Bunch okay. of bunch of Can Ams. Maybe it wasn't Canams, it was Polaris. I think there's a Polaris dealership. Okay. Down there that they their family owns and they do they ride a bunch of Polaris's. They do all their hunting off of them too. So it'd be really cool. Um
0: Speaking of which I need to buy I need to buy guns while I can. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I and need I wanna well, what's you can't get a handgun until you're 21. twenty-one. right? Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know I.
1: You know, no matter what your political views are, views are, this might be controversial, but I'm gonna throw it out there because this is something we both love doing. We love our Second Amendment rights. We um, do. Yeah. You know, and if you disagree with us, you know that's you. I'm. You we're know, not forcing ev- to. Everybody anymore. has their own opinions, but yeah. w- we we're gonna talk about guns. Talk about hunting.
0: I mean, we've done it before.
1: We've done it before. We'll g- we're going to keep doing it. That's just how it is. But um, I love ARs. Love them.
0: Oh, did you just build one? Maybe hypothetically. Oh, sorry. Did I?
1: Hypothetically. Um, they're really fun to hunt with. Oh, really? Yeah, I love. Um, never been. We got to go coyote hunting sometime with some. Yeah. Um, because think about coyotes. I told the coyote hunting story.
0: You did. You did with your little call thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if we would have had ARs, I guarantee you those things would have been dead. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you don't have to worry about racking racking another shell.
0: Yeah, you just go for <laughs> you it. You just send them.
1: Mm-hmm. You just send it down range.
0: I've shot one before, but never at an animal. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: We'll have to. Yeah, I'm telling you. Next week, um, let me know. Okay. Because you have your hunter safety. I do. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's kind of just like a unspoken rule we have as so long as you got your hunter safety. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and uh, I mean, I I think I have been around guns for a very long time. Yeah. And I would recommend anybody does that. Even oh. people that don't believe, like we were just talking about in Second Amendment rights and then stuff like that, just being around guns in general, you develop such a respect for them and also like, like a love of them. Yeah. Uh, everyone I've talked to, like no matter what their stance before was, when you shoot a gun... There's so much, like, you have to respect the power that's in those oh, things. Oh, you do. And uh, I think it just gives you a better perspective on, like, when you hear things on the news about shootings and stuff like
1: that. And, like, that's also the other thing is when people say guns kill people. Guns don't kill people. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's someone pulling the trigger.
1: There's someone pulling a trigger. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you go and you shoot a high caliber rifle. I'm not talking about a twenty i I'm not talking about a little wussy gun. <laughs> respect twenty two, but I'm not talking about a wussy gun. You go out, you shoot a three hundred eight. Mm-hmm. You go out, you shoot a 65 Creedmoor. You go shoot, like, you know, you go shoot a high-powered rifle, you gain some respect for it. Yeah. And I'm not saying... And maybe I'm, a
0: bruise on the shoulder. Yeah,
1: I'm not saying you go out there and you legalize fully automatic weapons. Another big problem I have is AR does not stand for assault rifle. If you stand here and you tell me that AR stands for assault rifle, mm-hmm. I'm going to backhand you because you are uneducated and you're just being selfish you're you don't you you're listening to the media and you're not you're not educated on the subject it stands for armalite rifle it is a company that produces weapons okay Mm -hmm. it is not assault rifle so when you hear people politically speaking saying they want to ban assault weapons ar is not assault rifle it is armalite rifle just like winchester just like ruger all the kind of stuff. Same thing. Just another brand. Just another brand of rifle that people base their guns off of. Yeah. So I wanna get that out of the way because a lot yeah, of people good. say a lot of people say a solar rifle. It's
0: not. Well and, and I just wanna address that. I know in the very beginning we said we wouldn't get political, but there's some things on here we talk about that it's kinda of clear where we stand. And so it's good that you just kinda of get that out of the way. Yeah,
1: no, and it's just silly, you know. Like yeah, we yeah. love
0: we love hunting. It's
1: it's something that has happened for millennia people hunted and back in the day to eat. And it's not like we're just shooting these animals and leaving them out to dry.
0: I also think we we as a podcast host would be doing people an injustice if we didn't try to give our knowledge on some things. So like you were talking about, arm of light rifles. A lot of people just don't, straight up don't yeah. know that. And, and so... Uh, Obviously, we learn new things every day, and we can also try to teach things every day.
1: Yeah, and to go hand-in-hand in hand with that, I also want to explain that it is not easy to, to purchase a weapon. You can't you can't just go to Walmart and buy one with 100 bucks and no ID. Right. Um, how it works, actually, is if you want to buy a weapon in the state of Nebraska, let's say it's at Shields. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh, the pop is making me... <laughs> Anyways, you want to go down to Shields and you want to buy, you know, you want to buy a weapon. I want to buy a Glock. You want to go down there. So you're 21. <laughs> you're 21. You want to go buy a Glock 40. Yes, that, Glock that 40. is the gun I want. A Glock 40? hmm Glock 40. Oh, that's a mean gun. Uh, someone I know, not going to say who, just purchased a Glock 40 recently. Let it me tell you, that's, nice. a, that's a mean gun. Six and a half inch barrel. i need to look one up. Glock 40. It's a nine and a half inch weapon. Nine and a half inches. It shoots a 10 millimeter round. 185 grain, 10 millimeter round it is a mean gun. Dude, look how long so it how is. So would,
0: how would I purchase one of these?
1: So you're 21 years old. You cannot just go down to Shields and say, hey, I want that weapon. Give them 500, 600 bucks and then walk home with it. it unless you have a a weapons purchasing permit given to you by the state of Nebraska, you cannot go into a store and walk out with a gun. They will do background checks that take a minimum of a week. They'll take a minimum of a week. And you know you can't walk into a gun show, buy one and walk out. And that's to get the gun gun. license or to get the actual gun. And and the biggest thing I have is the people that have guns illegally, when you take away the guns, you're taking away guns from the law-abiding citizens that purchase the weapons legally. The people you need to worry about are the people who are scratching off VIN numbers on weapons that they stole and they have illegally. Those are the weapons people should worry about, not the ones people are legally buying. They do background checks for a reason.
0: Yeah, and, and there have been literal experiments of people trying to take away certain guns in, I think it was in a different country, and the number of shootings actually went up. Yeah, because the guns that people need to worry about are the illegal
1: ones yep. that are purchased illegally. Yeah. And used for illegal we- reasons. The
0: pe Everything <laughs> everything that we you or I or any other law abiding citizen would we use a gun for is they there's so many laws on it and so many rules and regulations that basically every single bullet you would fire is tracked. Like there's yeah. so much regulation.
1: Yeah, it's you and you can't go out and you can't buy ten thousand rounds of ammo. Yeah, it's just you, not possible. You just can't, you know. And especially, um, I'll tell you right now, people are scared of what's going to happen with their Second Amendment rights. Weapon parts for ARs are so hard to find, and the thing about ARs too is, it's not legal to have a fully automatic weapon for everyone. There, I know there's fully automatic weapon licenses. But I know at least in the state of Nebraska you can't just have a fully automatic weapon like that's just not how it is yeah so another another discrepancy people have like those weapons aren't fully automatic you're not going to blow through 30 rounds in under five seconds I mean
0: as, cool under as that two as seconds be?
1: yeah as cool as it would be it's just not how it is so and I don't understand um, I'm gonna call out I'm gonna call I'm gonna call this out Careful. you want to limit people under 10 rounds? of ammunition and a weapon to make it legal. I, I just don't understand how people are going to protect themselves. and it, It's just a little frustrating. Let's well, not get
0: too deep here. It's a little frustrating.
1: Yeah, I understand. But anyways, hunting. Find a time next week. We'll go down. I'm down, dude. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do next week, really. I know we got to record the podcast. Um, but I definitely want to do some hunting I don't get my deer this weekend, I, and I'm kind of past the point in hunting where, if I see just an all right sized deer, I'm not going to shoot it. Like, whereas not, I would, a little newbie I am. But I mean, like, uh, like a I'm talking about like, I've shot quite a few deer in my lifetime. Um, Give me an
0: estimate. More than a hundred? No. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> Probably
1: shot around ten. Okay. Maybe. My dad's probably listening to this shaking his head, saying that I'm capping my ass off right now. <laughs> eight, eight or ten deer. Which, you know, that's eight or ten. I don't know. How many have I shot? Probably eight. I'll say eight. Okay. Andy's probably at home shaking his head right now. I don't know how many, Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I've shot a good amount where I'm not going to go out there, shoot a deer, go through all the work to gut it, or I'm sorry, dress the de- animal. Yep. If it's not doesn't have good antlers because normally like most of those deer um you let them live a season they'll go they'll come back bigger next year so
0: yeah i know there's there's certain hunters that will literally have their eye on a certain deer for
1: a couple of years oh 100 yeah oh the story i was going to tell a while ago oh, yeah. i just forgot to tell Please so do. last year because i was explaining first it's bow then rifle and then in December, it's muzzleloader season. All of December is muzzleloader. So if it comes down to the fact that you can't go hunting next weekend, next week, we can always go muzzleloader during Christmas time over break,
0: which would be really cool. And explain muzzleloader. A muzzleloader is a...
1: you ever heard of a musket? Yes. Where they? Where Do you know what a muzzleloader is, or am I just explaining it to everyone? You're explaining it to the listeners. So it's kind of like... You don't you don't put a bullet into the chamber, all right? There's not a physical bullet, or there's not a physical shell. You dump powder in the barrel, which is normally in the form of pellets, and then you'll shove the bullet down on top of the the powder. So it's a so more you're traditional basically way
0: making the bullet kind y- of in a way. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're loading it physically through the end of the barrel, and then you have to put a primer think, uh, cap over the end.
0: Think colonial times. Yeah,
1: think of that, but new age. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's much harder to hunt with those because you get one shot.
0: Yeah, I've never done that before.
1: And they shoot effectively at like 100 yards. Shoot much better than that, and you're not... They just... The bullets are huge. They're fifty caliber bullets. They're heavy. They're big. And, you know, it's like a Mike Tyson punch to the jaw if you're close enough range. (laughs) It's a heavy gun. You know, it's going to knock a deer flat on its back, but you got to be with good range. So it, it limits your range. You can shoot, which is honestly fun because rifle season you can sh- you can poke at a deer 300 yards out so
0: yeah so i was going to say using a muzzleloader is almost like similar to Ooh. bow season where it's more about the hunt rather than the shot
1: exactly and muzzle loader is a good medium but they purposely place rifle season over the rut on purpose because that's, because most people hunt rifle and the rut is when the deer are most active and they're so active that they're not moving slow. So shooting with a bow is going to be a little difficult sometimes. Mm. But anyways, muzzleloader over December. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so muzzleloader season yes. last year.
0: Is this an uh, embarrassing story?
1: No, it's not embarrassing. Oh, well, okay. For me it might be, but for I'm anybody excited.
0: else. I'm very excited. Yeah,
1: it's embarrassing. It's a sad story in my mind. Go my ahead. My dad still gives me crap about it. He's <laughs> going to he's gonna giggle in his boots listening to this song. While I, he's mowing. Listening to this song. What the heck am I saying? This... Anyways, yeah, well, he's mowing in the middle of winter.
0: <laughs> okay, good point. He's
1: a, he's a yard dad now. It's hilarious. That's why I would love to be a yard dad. He, man, whenever he mows, whenever I come home, he goes, look at that yard. <laughs> look at that yard. <laughs> what a dad thing to say. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to be at that point in my life someday. All right. Muzzle loader. Anyways, muzzle loader season, I got to some ground that my grandfather owns on my dad's side of the family, and that's big, big mule deer up there. Big mule deer up there. And, okay. um... My uncle shot a huge muley up there the year prior, and they always kept telling me about this deer they called Old Tall. Now, if you take your hands, you take your arms, and you put them straight above your head, that's, okay. what, that's what the antlers look like. They weren't very wide, oh. but they were he, they were outrageously tall. Is that why he was called Tall? Old Tall. Mm. He was about eight-year-old deer, which is an old deer. That's okay. an old deer. If they don't live very long, eight years is old. So it means he must, he must know what's up. So he's slow. But he's smart because you live for eight years
0: he's smart you know yeah.
1: if you live if you're eight years old and you're that big of a deer you're smart gotcha hard deer to hunt so muzzleloader season we go up there i shot i i remember i was holding my muzzleloader and i was like you know what i'm going to check over this little cut in the ground it's about 30 feet deep 20 30 feet deep and i go down there and pull up my muzzleloader pop over the hill and all i see is because i heard something down there and i was like shoot that could be the buck you know and all of a sudden all i see is this these antlers just rise up in the air and look up at me and i just started shaking like you know the feeling when you shot your first deer yeah that adrenaline that buck fever like almost over adrenaline there is just there's there are very few feelings in the world that feel that good that buck fever is insane. That's yeah. a high that no one can experience without shooting a deer, or an animal like that. No drug can replicate that. The
0: amount of, I'll just like kind of say my experience. The amount of adrenaline that you get is almost more than your body can handle, and you
1: just you just can't contain yourself.
0: Yeah, it, it's oh, it's such an exciting moment. I want to oh, anyways, I'll g-
1: jump to something after I finish the story. But yeah, good job. I was shaking so bad, and my I don't. I still, to this day, blame it on my muzzle muzzleloader. I don't think it's accurate. My dad's going to say I'm capping, but I shot and I missed. I was oh, shaking so and hard. And it
0: was a loader so you only got I, one shot.
1: Jeremiah, I was looking at the biggest deer of my life through my scope, oh, and I
0: was shaking so hard. Oh, my gosh. Maybe that's – maybe, like, it's kind of a – you knew it was going to be the biggest deer you ever shot. Yep. Maybe ever would shoot. Because my brother also shot a, d- a buck that was huge up there the
1: year. Uh, uh, hanging It's hanging in our living room, actually.
0: I think, you, I, think I saw that one. That's, a, that's a big buck.
1: And I, all I wanted was that deer. Oh, my gosh, because I've only shot one mule deer in my life. Mm. I wanted another one. Man, that thing pointed its head up at me, and I was just shaking like a... Oh, my gosh. You choked, man. I choked. I shot it two more times after that, but they were pretty far shots.
0: You know, in, in Call of Duty lingo, we would say clutch or kick. And I got kicked. And you got kicked. I got
1: kicked. <laughs> What's the shape of Italy? It's a boot. It's a boot. I got booted. You got booted? I got booted. <laughs> That's an OG terminology it right is, there. It is. That's such a good one. Oh, man. I used to get kicked from parties like that. Did you a little, actually? little squirt Logan on Xbox 360 back in the day. I usually did the kicking. The kicking? Oh, here's the, here's the no, PA. I, I
0: like to say that, but uh, in reality, no. I yeah. was getting booted.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, yeah. Missed the biggest year of my life. And there are some nights I still dream about that shot. I I'll bet, see it dude. in my mind. It sounds yeah,
0: funny to say, but at the same time, that would be, like, one of the most exciting moments of your
1: entire life. Oh, dude. I just don't remember the first time I when I shot my first deer. Like, It's almost like when you drink too much caffeine, that shake you have or when you're really, really cold and you just start shaking. Yeah. But adrenaline and, like, happiness and nervousness all at the same time.
0: Adrenaline is such an interesting thing. Have you seen... Like the videos of mothers like doing insane feats to save their child, and it's all because of adrenaline. I have an insane story about that, actually. Go ahead, tell it.
1: So my grandfather, I don't, you know, I don't know if I should be saying the story, but I'm gonna say it anyways because it's for the podcast. Yeah, do it. So my grandfather was loading a four wheeler on the bed of a truck. Not a good idea, you know, using ramps, loading using the back ramps. of a truck. We've always told him it's a bad idea. Anyways, he did it he f- that rolled off the side and the four-wheeler was on him on top of him yep and no one was there with him when he did it and my aunt and my cousin were driving by and my cousin said hey let's go in there i think this is how the story they went sorry if it's not but they pulled in there saw that the four-wheeler was on my grandpa so my aunt goes over there and lifts the four-wheeler off of my grandpa
0: wow
1: you know an 800 600 pound four-wheeler oh yeah no, those things right are not small it. and it was like one of those automatic ones so like a big heavy one lifted it right off of them
0: that's incredible
1: like how I don't know. isn't that how eddie hall lifted his that world record has he trained himself to put himself in a situation like that
0: really yeah i heard I that when he that. did
1: that world record deadlift of 1100 pounds like the exact 1,100 pound deadlift. I would have to research that. That that's a really good strategy if it's true. He's saying that you can only do it like once? So it's like you can almost unlock
0: that fighter, fight yep. or flight, and he response. trained
1: himself to unlock it at the deadlift
0: attempt. Wow! And that's how he lifted it. That's uh, that. Man, those guys are like pushing the boundaries of science. They really are. So <laughs> crazy stuff. That is, yeah.
1: Um, I. Oh my gosh! Excuse me. <laughs>
0: Have you? Do you have any other four wheeler stories? My my family um, used to do four wheeling quite a bit. I don't think I've ever.
1: I don't think I've ever like rolled a four wheeler or anything. Have you rolled a four wheeler? I have
0: rolled a four wheeler. So really? Well, I'll just preface this by saying, my whole family is very into four wheeling and stuff like that. Yeah. And it comes from my dad he used to do a lot of men's retreat type things where we just kind of go out to a cabin, get some sleeping bags and go and just kind of do a weekend of four-wheeling um, and, and uh, so yeah it's kind of been a thing that my whole family has done for a long time and so recently, I think maybe four years ago, we went to this place called Little Sahara in Oklahoma and they call it Little Sahara because it's just, it almost looks like a little desert. Like it's entirely sand, big sand dunes, stuff like that. Yeah, And people will go there and just four wheel like all year round. Where did you say this was
1: again? It's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, so is it like a big sand dunes? People go and ride around and stuff? Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Um, So we went down there, I think it was on spring break or something like that. And we were having a great time. We went there for, I think we got a camper and went there for like five or six days and day number six last day we we're like all right we're gonna go out for one more ride mm-hmm. um, and we by that time you kind of kind of know the lay of the land a little bit we know where the trails are yeah and i was getting a little cocky Kay. a little cocky i was getting a little cocky yeah. i was like i was like you know I, I jumped over a couple like small dunes um like obviously you're, you're supposed to be careful when you're turning because yeah. it's sand and you could flip it pretty easy yeah, yeah. but I mean, we've been there for five days. I knew what I was doing oh, now, yeah. right? No, you got the experience. <laughs> exactly. I'm experienced. You're a pro. 10,000 hours. Yeah, I had <laughs> 10,000 hours before. Like. Expert. Um, yeah, so so we were just out. It was like we had done some hard rides like the, in the earlier days, like yeah. where you kind of go fast and hard and hit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and But this one we were just kind of like going over as like a last little, little four-wheel ride. Last little hoorah. Last little hoorah. Um, And so we get out there, we're doing our thing, and I I just barely, like, we're just turning around. It was pretty simple, but I, I tried to show off a little bit, you know, like I was going to fishtail it a little bit. Ah, little we'll, we'll little throw some sand in the throw air. Throw some sand in the air, and uh, I tried doing that, and before I know it, I'm just sideways in the air. Still hanging onto the four-wheeler, but the four-wheeler is kind of leaning over back onto me, and it actually rolled over top of me. And, but it kept rolling. It kept rolling over me, so I wasn't stuck under it or anything. Um, but it got over me. I was like, I was like, oh, shoot. And get up. I was like, okay, I think I'm good. Like, I'm fine. Look down. My, my parents come over. They're like, okay, he's good. Like, I was just walking around. Look down. My entire leg of my pants of my jeans, red. Really? And I didn't feel a thing. And because of the adrenaline, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. And... I was too nervous to look at it. My mom's a physical therapist, so a doctor of sorts. And she rolled up, looked at it, and she's like, okay, we got to go to the hospital. And uh, I guess I can show you. I should put the picture on Instagram. It's pretty gross, but you could almost see the bone down there. It was on my shin. Oh, I guess what? something in the motor had cut right through my jeans, cut my, my shin. I still have a scar to this day, and it's like maybe a four-inch scar. And so immediately we went went back, uh, hopped in the camper, went to the hospital. It was the first time I, I've – well, the only time I've ever gotten stitches. And, uh, yeah, so I'll have to put the picture put the on there. Oh, it was pretty crazy. No, I never knew that. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, I've got a good story about almost flipping something too, though. Really? It wasn't a four-wheeler. So this was, I want to say – Thanksgiving last year. Mom and Dad, you're going to hear this, and you're probably going to kill me.
0: <laughs> hey, conf- hey, I did a confession. <laughs> now. It's your turn.
1: Um, so it was me and my brothers. We were in a Polaris up at the, our ranch land. Like one of the razor type things? Yeah, yeah. had, you know, fit three people in the front. Yeah. They all were buckled. I will say that. Um, I was in the loft driving. My littlest brother, Kyler, was in the middle, and my young, my middle brother, Ethan, was on the outside. Okay. And I remember there's a spot where it was just flat out dirt and a couple weeds, and you could flip cookies over there. I did it in four wheelers with four wheelers, and I did it with that Polaris all the time. And I was like, boys, watch this! And I was <laughs> like, let me show you something. I go over there and I whip it like so. The passenger side was swinging around. Think about that. So the the back right side was making a circle. Okay. And the Polaris. The back wheel hit a weed so it the right side was going out hit a weed and the right side where my brother was was going straight to the ground we were tipping oh. over and i remember seeing his arm come out and it was gonna be it was gonna the Polaris was gonna land on his arm i could see it and the because like the force of the of the polaris was going out so it whipped the wheel and then i'm not even kidding i think there's one thing that prevented us from hitting the ground and that was God. I will tell you right now because there is no way this thing should not have hit the ground because I think that the top, the roof of the four-wheeler or the Polaris was two feet from the ground. Wow. The, the Polaris was at an angle like this. I'm not even joking. The only thing holding us in was our seat belts. And all of a sudden the wheel whipped back out of nowhere, whipped the other direction and flipped us back.
0: Oh my God! Before we hit the ground. Yeah, that stuff like that is just
1: two or, two or three feet. Wow! It was at dude the and angle, your brother's arm. The, yes, and his been leg and his arm were out, possibly irreparably damaged. They would have been screwed up, and I think that the angle of the side of the Polaris in the ground had to be ten degrees. Wow, 10, 15 degrees, and it, it somehow and somehow the wheel whipped back and it flipped back on all four wheels. That's crazy. It was, and I was like, I was so shook. I haven't done it again since.
0: Wow. See, you know, I, I noticed something that was similar to both of our stories there. It all starts out with being a little cocky. Be a little cocky, trying to be a little showboat
1: Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm a little bit more conservative with my uh, driving. Yeah. Per y- se. I'll whip a few donuts out on the ice you gotta or in the snow. I'm to whip a few. i to whip a few. You, whip a few. You, gotta,
0: you, you can't blame me. Nah, nah. Just out here whipping some dogs.
1: <laughs> whipping some dog nuts So right now, we're sitting at an hour and – an hour 16. But we had the – We had the – we had a good amount of pre-show. Oh, right. It was like an eight-minute pre-show, right? Yeah, eight minutes. Cool. So we're kind of – we're, you know, we're just walking. And the thing about this is first ever episode with the equipment, we didn't have – we didn't have an agenda for today's episode. We just kind of started talking. We, we just didn't. wanted to try out the equipment, to be yeah, honest. To be honest, oh, I, I can't tell you how much time Jeremiah and I have spent with all the equipment hooked up, not recording, just talking to each other.
0: I was, I was telling them that while you were out there. like We just sit in here and we'll talk to each other because it's fun to listen to our voices. <laughs> you no, know, it really is.
1: Yeah. And like even some therapeutic talk. We've had some therapeutic talks. We talk have had too. some therapy talks. So, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it to you guys, but we sound... I can hear myself better with the headset on than I can without it on.
0: Well, and especially with guests, when we have a guest come on and we can really clearly hear what they're saying,
1: it's it's going to be magnificent. It really is. We don't have to share one mic anymore.
0: Yeah, imagine um, having three people to a mic. Oh, that'd be <laughs> terrible.
1: It now we can actually get some good people on here. Yeah, and we feel a little more professional. Obviously,
0: we're getting right into it. We're maybe we'll do like every Friday episode, maybe have a guest or like maybe every other Friday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool. We should have like a schedule though.
1: Yeah, like every third episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, eventually we're going to run out of guests. That's true. So I don't know. We'll see.
0: We'll see. We're, maybe we're, we should get, maybe should get Don, Donald Trump on. Donnie. Let's yeah. get Donnie on here. Get Donnie on. Get Donald Trump on here. No biggie. Let's get Kamala on. Or sorry, it's Kamala.
1: Is it? I always thought it was Kamala. But I heard people say Kamala and I was I always sure. said
0: Kamala. It it's confirmed Kamala. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep.
1: But I didn't say anything about it because I didn't know. <laughs> Joseph Bidome. Bidome. Joe Bidome. Obama
0: Prism. Obama Prism.
1: Joe Bidom. <laughs> <laughs> listen Donald to this guys. Trumpet. I'm gonna turn my bass clear from my voice. Just 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 listen to this. Ooh. Oh it's, wow. Say Joe Bidom. Joe Bydome <laughs> Welcome to the CouchCast Turn mine up Yours is all the way up Oh <laughs> No it is now
0: Oh there we go Wait what happens if you turn it all the way down Try now. it Now Oh that almost That's weird
1: You sound good like this Yeah yeah There
0: well, we could probably mess around with this for another hour. We could. We easily could. We're very thankful to our donors. Very thankful. This is,
1: we we were thinking of taking small steps forward to slowly increase the production of the podcast, mm-hmm. but we this took a big, a leap. we took a leap. We One
0: took, small step
1: for mankind. We had a rocket, we had a rocket ship strapped to our backs and we took a big leap.
0: One giant leap for oh. the couch cast.
1: Like, this mixer that we're using it's the should i say what it is
0: yeah, the mixer yeah is. M- it's the well.
1: soundcraft uh notepad. wait there's, there's one more. Oh yeah soundcraft notepad uh 12 fx mm-hmm. it's a big mixer for just the two of us but we wanted to be able to have four people on it yeah so get and i have never messed with audio equipment in my life that's why so, we need
0: branch on here <laughs> yeah
1: um so we kind of had to figure this out ourselves. But what better way to learn it than just get it figured out? Yeah, get right
0: into it. So,
1: so bear with us for the next couple of episodes. Yeah, bear with us a little bit. Um, we're using new recording software and everything. Like yeah. everything's A
0: complete overall.
1: Complete overall. Um, but we're getting, um, we're getting there. We couldn't be more thankful for what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. we got a room to record in.
0: We need to do the Instagram follower. Real oh, quick.
1: Insta- yeah. I'll find okay. one. Another cool thing is eventually... I got a text from my girlfriend. Sorry, I got a little distracted there. Oh my
0: goodness. You're too in love. I am. Alrighty. Let's find a Instagram user. Have we mentioned this one yet? Go for it. Alright. Our Instagram follower of the episode is Jake Ellis. Jake Ellis. Give him a give him a gentleman's clap.
1: A gentleman's clap? Thank you, Jake, for following
0: us on Instagram. Follow Jake underscore M underscore Ellis 111 because he follows us. Because he follows us. So
1: you will see on our Instagram, coming very soon, we will post a picture. If you like and comment on that post, you will be entered a raffle to win a piece of CouchCast merch. Yay, it's finally here. Some of the first ever. So make sure to like and comment.
0: I don't know if this will be out before the Friday episode, but
1: sometime this week. Sometime this week. Yep. Um, but yeah, we uh, we have some big stuff planned, actually. We just hit up some guys. Should we mention that? Mention the guys uh, we hit up from Omaha? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for so it. So we actually, go ahead, pull them up on
0: Instagram. What's their name? What's their name? Are we going to give them a shout-out already before we even
1: well okay we were looking at these guys who make custom signs out of wood um they do some really cool stuff Mm -hmm. we're trying to link up with them and get something going with them to hopefully get a custom couch cast sign so when we do when we upgrade to video
0: yes oh that's the other thing we should talk about I know a long time ago I think it was like episode 3 we said that we were gonna do video well obviously that hasn't happened yet yeah Um, with the new setup and everything going on we i mean everything going on within the couchcast we're just really kind of focusing on the little things first and then we will get the youtube stuff going eventually yes and we'll let you know when all that stuff happens so yeah um but it's going to be
1: nice because we'll have this setup to actually get stuff recorded on um yeah, w- the only thing we need is boom arms at this point Yeah, because we have stuff sitting on the table that we're recording with, and we'd like to be able to pull the microphone to
0: our face. Mm-hmm.
1: But, oh, dude, why am I even complaining about that? We have so much good equipment now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the future of this. Um, but for now, what you can do is follow us on Instagram at the couch underscore cast. We also have a Twitter. I'm not very active on there, but you can follow us there too. I follow us on Twitter. Um, you could also subscribe to our Patreon subscribe for the Patreon. exclusive rewards. Um, all those are listed on the Patreon. I think we went through them last episode as well. And guess what? You subscribed for the $2
1: futon level? You get to hear the pre- and post-show. Yes. Which, which post-show. Yes? Yeah, we'll do a post-show too. So, yeah, $2. Literally
0: a bag of, of orange slices from the C-Store. $2 a month. Um, yeah, and, dollars a month. And, and there's rewards for every tier, so... You can see all those on our Patreon. Just look up the Couchcast.
1: Look up the Couchcast.
0: Um, and then, do you have a we link? We will be doing the. I'm trying to get a link. A link it's, to the Patreon. It's been taking a while. It'll oh, be, okay. Actually, I think it is on our Instagram now.
1: Oh, it is. Okay. So, so go
0: to our Instagram. On our Instagram will be the Patreon link. On our Instagram will be the giveaway that you mentioned yep. eventually. Yeah. Um, But I think that's everything. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank
1: you guys so much. Um, This is episode 10 of the CouchCast, new equipment. New equipment. Very excited. Um, Things are only going to go up from here.
0: Yeah, and stay tuned for next episode where we have our first guest. Stay tuned. Thank you, guys. We'll uh, see you later. Peace. You're still here?